Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Grey Goose. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Eagles A.J. Brown says the following. He is not a diva, but he wants that ball. Hey, baby. 5-11 remaining in the game, and the Eagles leading 31-7. Television cameras showed Coach Nick Sirianni talking to A.J. Brown on the bench. Sirianni indicated afterward that Brown. Bless you. Thank you. There's another one coming. Okay. Wait for it. Who had three. Wait for it. There it is. There it is. We're building. Who had three catches. Hold on. Hold on. Damn it. Not your your hand. What do you want from me? I can't help it. Hey, yes. To the side. Guy in the microphone. That's your mic. I'm going to get. Make sure you tell Paul. Where's the when I arrive oh, next week, I am going to get a petri make dish. Make sure you tell Paul I'm when I get arrive a petri next dish week, Jay, and I'm I gonna, want a brand new microphone. Uh, and then I'm going to get a petri dish, you know and I'm worst? going to capture these germs, and they're going to multiply, you know and I'm going to put them back on the mic. Is when what? somebody puts their hand up to their mouth, and then they take their mouth, their hand away at the last second on the sneeze, like ah, just turn dude. around, oh, man. You don't, the, you don't get that spit on your. You don't want to get it on your. Why would you want to get that on your hands? Disgusting. God. <laughs> you know what I do? Chew, what, what's the point I, I will, of you I will put my shirt mouth? if I have like a not, like, not a collar. Why are you wearing your mask below like your nose? What are we? What, what's... Hard to All right, breathe. anyway. <laughs> anyway, Nick Sirianni uh, was shown talking to A.J. Brown on the bench. And Sirianni mic, said bro. afterward that, uh, that A.J., who had three catches for 22 yards on six targets oh. against the Giants, was frustrated over his, the fact that he didn't have a lot of touches. But this is what A.J. said. <laughs> They throw, they throw the ball they to me a hundred times. I want it a hundred one times. They thralled? They thralled it to him. Okay. Yeah. You don't know the word thrall? <laughs> Go ahead. Keep reading. They thralled it to him a hundred times. <laughs> he wants them to throw it to him a hundred one times. AJ said, quote, me personally, I just feel like I can change the game at any moment. Mm. Getting the ball often keeps you going, keeps you in rhythm. It definitely puts you in a zone. You're locked in. Of course I want the ball. Now, th- here's the thing. No, nothing wrong with that. And A.J. Brown is a man and has made a huge difference, I think, for Jalen Hurts. Because you could say whatever, middle of the field. He was not seeing the middle of the field. A.J. shows up, and all of a sudden, by I'd say week two, it was like, oh, my God. Lies, right? lies, lies, and more why lies. Why do you think I want you know, them to get lies, Daniel lies, Jones lies, like lies, a, an alpha? Lies. Or why should Lamar Jackson get an alpha? It helps. Yo. It helps. But in this case, guys, it was a blowout win. Like, there's nothing wrong with a receiver being like, get me the ball, but you're winning by a million points. Wait, can I ask Key the question that Pat Costello asked yesterday in the text chain? Uh, Pat said, was he reading Key's diary? Uh, give me the diary or, or diary. biography? Either one. Diary, biography. Give me I, the think he, I, think he meant, I think he meant biography is what I think Nope, I, no, I just imagine you having a diary. Said, yeah, was he reading Key's diary? This is exactly what he meant. You guys don't have to rephrase what he meant. Jay he was says mean right to me the on the radio chain. today. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> So, 
I guess in this situation, he's he's on the sideline and a coach walks over to him and he seems visibly upset because the coach is having an an animated conversation. They're animate. They they just the hands are moving and they're talking and mouths are going back and forward and he's touching him and he's saying to him, are you okay? And he's so now all of a sudden people automatically assume that he's teed off because he only got six targets. And so then when players come over to him and they start talking to him, it makes it look like they're trying to calm him down, even though they're winning the game and they're going to go to the NFC championship game. I guess that's where people are getting all of this from. And so from AJ's he, quote, Key, he was so quote, he you got to let me finish, Max. You, you have never, ever gotten screamed at on the sidelines. <laughs> so calm down. Okay, all right. So you here's what I'm going to say. It's a good point. On the sideline. It's a good point. Huh? <laughs> so, so here's what I'm going to say, though, Max. <laughs> I don't believe because he's asked a question about wanting the football and he's answering it. That that particular moment, that late in the game, that and they're getting ready to go to the NFC Championship game, that he is being a selfish football player thinking about getting those touches to pad his statistics. I don't believe that. And until he tells me that, I can't go off body language and what somebody on television. Oh, I see. Wait, is no, no, I see you. what Key is saying. So you're can't saying, do it you're because saying, I've okay, been okay. in that situation in my own personal career. Too many damn times, even though I wrote a book. Let, let me and do the, the title of the book had nothing to do with the body in the inside of the book. Let, let, let me do. Let me do. Let me do the thing where right. I rephrase what someone just said and see if I understand. Okay, Jay, and you. T- I think he is goes. basically saying. It seems to me. It seems to me. You're saying it looks bad for AJ Brown because it seems like he's making a big deal about not getting touches when, in fact, he may have been feeling a certain kind of way, whatever. But once coach goes over to him. Absolutely. And now everyone, right. now they're going to ask him about it. So Absolutely. he gives them an honest answer he, about wanting the ball. And now it seems like he's the one who made a big deal. It may have been a little deal, and now it's made a big deal. But we, yeah. I, I really just want to take a moment to desensitize. Like when words like diva or passion key get thrown at athletes, right? Like, do you not think there is a selfish component of all people? to a degree, of every single human being, especially when you get to this level, do you not think I had any selfish components about, like, yo, I'm trying to go off for 40 tonight? I've heard Steph talk about this in wins where he hasn't played well, where in the back of his mind, yeah, we we won the game, but there was a lot on the line for my personal legacy. That's a driving factor in what we do. You don't cease being a human being just because you're on a team, right? And it's not normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, well, you know, no. you're not appreciating a team. No, I am appreciating a team, but the, the thing that got me to this ultimate level was Key was a dog. Like, woo, 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 woo. like he got his numbers. A and by the way, bar. numbers on, translated to, so just because we win and I didn't perform well, I can still be mad or angry at that. That's yes, okay. But, you but want what to happens, see that burning passion out what of What happens in this position, Jay, is that when you play receiver, and, I, and because of my infamous – just throw me the damn ball. Every receiver that came beyond after me, they get penalized for any emotional, as as they would say on TV, as you like to say, like you said, Jay, 
their emotional outbursts or their Outburst, emotions yeah. that fault. they wear on their sleeves. They get punished All about him, by the, the television people who's broadcasting the game and the camera pans at them, and they're having a conversation about whatever went on. Apparently he wasn't feeling good is what was originally said. Nick Sirianni, along with A.J. Brown, said he just didn't – his body, something was wrong with his body. So now everybody's saying, well, that's just a cover-up, that's a cover-up. No, it's not. The dude probably didn't feel a certain way. You don't know those things. So let's not assume because he's on the sidelines sitting down and he only got six targets, three catches for whatever it was, 20-something yards, that it's all about him catching a football in a 30-something, seven football game. I can almost guarantee you that's not what it's about. I love when yeah. – when, see, to me, this is why – like, I, I can almost guarantee you – that's not what it's about. Jay, Jay, You're I right, like though, Jay. Yes. We all want to perform yeah, at the highest man. level. We want to ball out. But he's not being selfish at a 31-7 to victory. I didn't get enough touches. He's not being selfish about that. Okay. This is what I love about what Key is saying right now, and the, it illuminates it for me. There's a chance he's wrong, and A.J. Brown really was being selfish in that. Well, you have to acknowledge it's possible. But listen to the explanation carefully. Anyone who's like, oh, he's just being a diva receiver. If, if you look at what happened, actually, it lines up Key's explanation with the facts. He does not look, something's a little off or he's looking a little down. Coach comes over to him. That, this is no big deal right now. But once he's asked about it because the cameras catch it, he's asked a direct question. So he's like, yes, of course. I, he's telling them what you're saying, yes. Jay. Of course I want the ball. And now it turns into a thing as though he was drawing attention to himself, becoming an issue on the team, not for his teammates, not for the win, when in fact there's a very good chance that what Key is saying is in fact the best explanation. But by the way, guys, this is sports. The best coaches in the game, you know, we always say it before, it's not about X's and O's all the time. It's about how you manage strong personalities. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Everybody that got to the highest, highest level has been able to do something way different than anybody else in the world. So that switch just doesn't turn off even when you're in a win. And by the way, I don't want that switch to turn off, Key. That's the killer in you. That's what makes it monumental when you get to that big game. How long have you been watching A.J. Brown play football? Long time. College and in the pros in in Tennessee and in here. Same with you, Max. Mm -hmm. Have either one of you ever – display or, or saw a display of his emotions that he was taking things away from the team and making it about himself. Have you ever saw that? No. No, A.J. Brown, no. the type of player you want, you want 50 no. other guys just like him. You want no. everyone on the team to be like him. Right. And certain players I can point to in the league, this went on with OBJ. Oh, he wants the ball. He just care about his – stop, man. Slow it down. It ain't about that. It's about – Helping your team win because you don't want to be a cardboard cutout. If you are losing, Stefan Diggs, Allah, and you're not helping your team win, you are going to have an issue no matter what position you play. If you're not being utilized a certain way and you're losing, but when you are winning and you got one catch for 10 yards and it's 31-7, to you say to yourself, damn, I got to do better, but we won. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the club tonight. We won. We good. I'm, I'm straight. We'll fix it next week. Yeah, But I, but what happens in media, in the people that's calling the damn games, and it makes me mad and it ticks me off because I lived it in my own career, that they don't know what the hell they're talking about, and they need to just say something to fill time. 
So the TV camera pans to you. And the first thing they say is, well, uh, he's not, you know, he didn't get very many touches a day. He's they're looking for storylines. They're right. looking for storylines. The easiest story to tell is with big, broad characters, heroes, villains. He's happy. He's unhappy. He's being a diva. He's a team guy. But, it's man, easier to tell that story. Heard, ridiculous. I, heard, I heard this from Kobe Bryant when they won a game by 30. He did not shoot the ball well, and he was pissed. But, that's, but, but see, Kobe but Jay, yeah. that's rookie different, year, Literally, though. they had won the game by 25, and he was pissed. But and he showed it on the sideline. It was like with his team's play. He thought the team could have played better. Like, he wasn't good. He was pissed off yeah, about it. Yeah, he was mad like, at himself. That's okay. Yeah, that's, and that's okay to be that way. That's yeah. fine. Paul O'Neill on the Yankees many used many times where I didn't play coolers. well, and we blew yeah. teams out, and I missed the block on yeah, something, man. or I did something different. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, A.J. Brown was held to 22 receiving yards in the divisional playoffs. That's his second fewest in a game this season. That's why he was being so such a diva on the sideline. <laughs> Which quarterback has the most on the line oh this weekend? Who has the most to gain? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, joined now by Dan Graziano, ESPN the NFL. Dancer! The Dancer. The Dancer. The Dancer. Have you ever heard I don't know if you one? like the, In your that, entire life? The you shouldn't like that name. I don't think so. Yeah. You don't like the Dancer, man? That's fine. Dancer. I mean, whatever you want. I mean, I'm, I'm good. No, I mean, don't, I don't I've been that. called worse. Nick, I just don't think it's, I don't think no, it's that great. That's not acceptable. I, I think, Dancer? you know what it is, Key? I think you could do better. There, I could do better. <laughs> That's what it is. I, what do you want me to call you? What you want me to call you, Danny Boy? Yeah. Danny Boy. That sounds like a good name. What's he up, Danny Boy? More de- condescending. That's how Danny Boy. <laughs> you, are, you can do better. I'll get way more condescending. Danny Graz Boy's is not condescending. I, People are like good. Danny Boy. I had a name as good last name like Graziano. It sounds good. Danny, Danny Boy, Boy is like Danny Boy. Danny, you know what Danny Boy is? Danny Boy. And Max can speak to this. Danny Boy is like the white dude in the hood. That hangs around all the brothers, and it's Danny Boy. Danny Boy coming to play hoops with us. I know Dan's uncomfortable right now. I cannot, so. <laughs> I cannot play basketball. 
I, yeah, I, like white boy. Think I'm about a, it. White boy hard. Rick, white boy Dan. Come on, right. man, stop. I'm a try-hard basketball guy. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what I got. So, but you face. do pay attention to hustle face. I'm not, but you do, face. I'm not sneaking up on anybody. You do pay attention to football. Yeah, and, sometimes, uh, yeah. we are entering now the conference championship round. Mm-hmm. We are? Yes, yeah. we are. What are you Get paying me. most attention to in Niners-Eagles? Niners-Eagles. Uh, well, Hurts, I think, is still the focal point because – you know, he is playing injured. There's no question about it. They're, they're able to – and they've answered every single question about how they're going to get around that and how they're going to handle it. Like last week, obviously, they looked fantastic. Tougher test. No offense to the Giants fans out there. They had a great year. Uh, tougher test this week, obviously, for Hurts and the Eagles. So, like, do they have to ask more of him? And if, and if so, does that affect their chances, right? Because they got up – if they can get up early, if they can hit some deep shots early against the Niners' defense, which is a little susceptible to that – and then all of a sudden the Eagles can start running the ball, then I think they're in real good shape. So I'd like to see, you know, what Hurts can do, how long he can hold up in this game, and whether he is asked to hold up a little longer than he was last week. Now you mentioned, Dan, that if they can get up early, the Eagles have a high-flying attack, right? They score fast. Yeah. And they, they get up on teams. Now on the other side, the other quarterback, okay, we yeah. haven't seen Brock Purdy come from behind in double-digit fashion. Two score, yes. Nine, yes. But we haven't seen 10, 12, 13, 14, and so on, him be able to do that. What's your expectations for him if, in fact, the Eagles get out to a 17-3 lead or 14-0 lead or something along those lines? I think that's the 49ers' nightmare scenario because you have a defense on the other side that's piled up, what, 70 sacks. Right, so if if you're in a position in the game where the Eagles know you have to throw, then that's they have you where where they want you. And then if you're Brock Purdy, you know, look again, another guy who's answered every question so far. And if he can get into that situation and deliver, then it's just one more feather in his cap in terms of he's the starter going forward for San Francisco, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, if he can't, then it'll be like, oh, see, it finally caught up with them. Look, both these teams want to do kind of the same thing. They would both love to run it down your throat. The Eagles obviously showed that last week. The 49ers show it every week. Uh, so, yeah, anybody, either team gets up 14 nothing in this game, it's going to be a significant advantage for them. I don't, I'm not sure either one of these teams is really built to come back as much as it's built to sort of bully you. The two best defenses in the league? Yeah. So, it's interesting, Dan, if you say, you know, Brock Purdy obviously being down, but if you think about when the, the Eagles, when they played against the Giants, they had 44 carries for 268 yards on the ground, right? Yeah. Like, dominated with yeah. running the ball. 49ers have number one rush defense there is in the league. That's true. Right? So if it comes down to if they can't run the ball, this is a shootout between Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts. Eagles run game is a little more uh, sort of dynamic and, and, and multiple than a lot of people's run games, right? Because, I mean, it incorporates the quarterback and they have different backs that they run with. So, so it's not – I mean, like there's a stat about – no running back has reached 70 yards in a game against the Niners this year. Like, they don't the, have to. If you're the Eagles, you don't necessarily have you're – not, you're not necessarily like riding that one guy. So a lot of it – Hurts is a huge part. I mean, it's obvious to say Hurts is a huge part of it. But, if, I mean, if he can run the ball effectively the way he has been for you know, prior to his injury, then, yeah, that's to their advantage for sure. Let's move on to this, the, the matchup in the AFC, which the storylines here, it's ridiculous yes. somehow – the guy who by far has the greatest first five seasons in the history of the game can be supplanted in the number one spot if this other guy beats him and goes on to win the Super Bowl. Like, I, it seems to me there is a 
This is a, an enormous event, Dan, in the history of the, of, the, of the NFL in terms of the way we are going to perceive right. things. Burrow's like a disruptor, right? Like, like <laughs> everything was going, like we thought, oh, the Bills are positioned to overtake the Chiefs. Uh, it, they've built it the right way, all this kind of stuff. All of a sudden, Burrow shows up, and if he wins Sunday, you'll have to say he's, the Bengals passed them both, right? Bills and the Chiefs. So, look, Mahomes is Mahomes, and, and he's about to be the MVP for the second time. He's won the Super Bowl. He's still got plenty on Burrow. What he doesn't have on Burrow is he hasn't beaten him head-to-head, and there's no question that that bothers him and it bothers the Chiefs. So they'll be motivated. We don't know how healthy Mahomes will be. And also the Bengals are a bad matchup for the Chiefs. So if Burrow wins it again, then yes, this is the conversation. And if he wins again, if he wins two weeks later, then all of a sudden you're like, well, does this guy, has he surpassed Mahomes as the face of the NFL? Like that's the conversation he's put himself in right now. And it's I, giant stakes, Dan. These I, are it's, giant it's stakes. It really is. I mean, you're talking about how we view the league, like what, like the the people and the prism we view the league through, uh, will be affected in a significant but, way by the result. But of this also game. history, guys. Like our entire perception of this era of the NFL, this game yeah. will play an outsized role in sure. the way we look back at the era. It's crazy. I mean, imagine this: like the Cincinnati Bengals who had not won a playoff game in 31 years, they show up, and in back-to-back seasons, they beat the Chiefs, Mahomes and the Chiefs, in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City. Like, that is that is history-making stuff. Again, hasn't happened yet. Like, we're all, I think a lot of people, like the Chiefs, are, are the Bengals are favored now. No, now it's pick them again, because right, Mahomes looked good on looked the good angle. yesterday, right. So, but, but, I mean, the Chiefs are, are not to be overlooked just because they've lost three straight to this team. Hey, let me give you a double whammy real quick here, Dan, because I know – this is your PI stages of the of the sport for us. What's going to happen with Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton? Now we got some rumblings going on with a staff in Dallas, and Sean Payton is out there mm-hmm. twirling in the wind. So, yeah, the Cowboys let go of what four coaches yesterday. Um, none of them were the head coach or or either coordinator. Uh, so, some tinkering on the staff. I think that's what this will be limited to. Ultimately, look, I mean. Could could Jerry Jones and the Brain Trust get together this week and decide to move on from Mike McCarthy? Of course they could, right? Things do change. But all indications have been that they don't plan to do that. Uh, if they did, I still don't think, Key, that Sean Payton is the guy there. I, I, I don't think that's neither, the, neither do I. I don't think that's the kind of coach Jerry wants to have. I think he wants a coach like McCarthy that, that he can kind of mm-hmm. keep in the background a little bit while he's the, the front man, right, for the organization. Jason Garrett was very good at that. He, How's that it, been working out for him? Well, Garrett, he was no, there for, for 10 for years. Jerry. Oh, well, I mean, it's an extremely profitable enterprise that he's running. That like, I, I would say that it's worked out from that standpoint very well. Look, <laughs> um, what do you think would be better for his ego, though? This, what's happening, or winning a Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, the other way. he won three. Like, I, I don't, like, to me, I, I think people have Jerry all wrong. I think Jerry's a, is fine. Like, I, I'm sure he would like to win another Super Bowl, but I don't think. Just keep the notion money. that he'll go to his grave somehow unsatisfied if he doesn't, I just don't think that holds up. Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN NFL insider. He will appear on the hit show this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN. Handsome host. So tune into that later on today. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Dan. All right, Danny O. All right, Dan. Micah <laughs> keep Parsons working on it. denies <laughs> throwing shade at Dak Prescott on Twitter. You believe him? Keyshawn J. Willemax. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let's go to Louie in New York. As long as Prescott is the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, they will never win a Super Bowl. He does not have that it. Like a quarterback like Joe Burrow. And that tweeter, that was the perfect thing. Call him out there. You're making $45 million a year, and you ain't doing nothing. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. According to ESPN's Todd Archer, sources say the Cowboys will not retain multiple coaches. Cowboys will not bring back senior defensive assistant George Edwards, assistant defensive line coach Leon Lett, because, of course, the defense let them down so bad uh, down this road. What? Running back coach Skip Pete. Offensive line coach Joe Philbin. All those guys gone. They're among the, a number of coaches with uh, expiring contracts. What does this huh. mean, Key, for Mike McCarthy and his job security? I'm a little shocked that Big Cat, the defensive line coach, is, is uh, being let go. Former Dallas Cowboy, just that's that's interesting to me. Skip Pete, I don't the running back spot, the veteran running back coach in this league. Uh, Joe Philman, former Miami Dolphin, Green Bay Packer, on the staff with Mike McCarthy in Green Bay before he took the Miami Dolphin job. I'm surprised he's let go, but who knows why they are making up making these changes. Or whatnot. Um, you know, when you start making changes like this and the coordinators aren't gone, it just feels like that he's being told by the coordinators they need better help at these positions from guys that are out there in the universe. Um, that's just what it feels like. I don't think that it means anything for Mike McCarthy's job. I don't think it means anything for Dan Quinn or Kellen Moore unless they get opportunities elsewhere to become head coaches, which certainly seems like Dan Quinn may be headed in that direction, but Jerry Jones has deep pockets. He's already, I think, according to our own Jay Williams, that he is paid as the highest defensive coordinator in the NFL, and Jerry will certainly put more money to retain him on top of the table. See, Key, that's the conversation for me about, you know, what do you do about your OC and your DC? And the, the questions, if there aren't questions around Mike McCarthy now, you still understand how important Dan Quinn is to your team's ultimate success because nobody questions the defense, right? Defense is a little bit of a up and down, but, I mean, their defense for the most part has been a top-ranked defense in the NFL. So how do you retain that? And, like, 
ultimately, like, what's your budget around that coaching staff? Man, I ain't got a budget. I got so much money. Unlimited budget, Key? Man, he got an, he pay, he's paying him, what, $9 million, close to $9 million a year to be a D.C. according to uh, reports? Yeah. I mean, that's – The money in the NFL, because the cap, the, there's a salary cap for the players, will find its way onto the field from competitive owners who want an advantage, right? That's when the, the coaches get paid. You know, yeah, that happened Jerry, in the NBA he, when they got all those, the new TV money. Remember that, Jay? All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the coaches' salaries exploded because you can only allow to pay the players so much, but teams still want an advantage. Yeah, but but in the NFL, new money hadn't even kicked in yet. Yep. That kicks in another year, I think, year or two. And so when that money kicks in, imagine. So Jerry already knows if he wants to keep Dan Quinn, he can make him uh, offer he can't refuse to go be a head coach. So meantime, some more Cowboys drama. Micah Parsons denies throwing shade at Dak Prescott on Twitter. In response to a video of Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean, pointing out the limitations of the salary cap and the financial advantages that teams with rookie quarterbacks have, which is why you hear so many people say, oh, you got to get him in his rookie window, da 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 right? Got to win a Super Bowl with his rookie window, you can pay everyone. Well, Micah Parsons pointed out that three of the four remaining teams are working with quarterbacks on rookie deals and therefore are surrounded by top talent. Here's Brandon Bean at the presser. This is from the, the, the 24th. So we're talking about the day before yesterday. This is Tuesday. This is the Bills GM on why the Bengals have an advantage over them. No, they have a good team. I mean, they right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract. They had some lean years without getting too much into their build, I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get Jamar Chase. Like, he's a heck of a talent. I'd love to have him, but you gotta you got to go through some lean years to do that. You know, they were able to get Burrow one. I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, and those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stephon Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap. They have a really good team. they got some good young players Okay, here's what Micah Parsons tweeted after hearing that. Besides Mahomes, every team in the Final Four QB is on a rookie deal and surrounded by talent, exclamation point. Hmm, interesting take, exclamation point. I mean, I don't know how else to interpret that other than we need to draft a quarterback. He later clarified his initial tweet, or cleaned it up at least. Here's Micah Parsons' next tweet. Listen, we're not going to sit here like I'm talking about Dak. Sheed is how I'll... when i get paid i'm gonna want a big contract too come on stop reaching hold up what could he have possibly meant when i get paid i'm gonna want a big contract in other words like when my contract's up i'm gonna want to get paid just like that but but key if you send that tweet talk less my man talk less micah talk less i mean what else could he be saying (laughs) he's saying draft a quarterback mike parsons one of my favorite players in the nfl that dude is more like LT than anyone I've seen since LT. Well, well part Can't of more part praise, of but come on, man. Part of the problem with Micah's re- the initial response was, for me, Patrick Mahomes went back to the Super Bowl after he signed his five hundred million dollar deal. Mm. So it didn't stop them from going to the Super Bowl and paying Kelsey mm-hmm. and paying Tyreek and getting other players surrounded around them. Dak Prescott is one player that I've, ne- I've noticed has never complained about having other pieces around him to do his job. I've never heard him complain about that, about 
I'm not going to take the money. I'm not going to do this because I need other players around me. He's been able to do whatever he's been able to do because they've had some players around him that's been able to help at times get it done. Elite players, Pro Bowl players. Okay? So, I, you know, when you start thinking about it, yeah, he's responding to Brandon Beam. And he made, he's a little hot at Dak Prescott now. Just own it. But much like Jay say, just don't say nothing, man. Say less, just, man. Yeah, if you're going to say something, just sell Dak Prescott, man. Get your blink together. Get it together because we need to, you know, we need to go on a run here and win a Super Bowl, dog. You just tell him straight up. Just go to him straight up and let him know. I'm not going to continue to keep busting my ass on defense if you're going to keep doing that. That's what you do. So last night I was watching uh, this Lamar Odom special on TMZ. Not to turn a quick pivot, right? But he, he says something throughout the, the docu, which is fascinating. He's like, I play for the Lakers. I can't do certain things. I mean, you can say that works for almost every team in every sport in basketball and football because we're so media hungry that we read into tweets. But there's certain teams in particular that you know if you play for these teams, things are going to be you know brought to a higher degree of awareness. Magnified. So, yeah, exactly, Key. So Lamar Odom, Lakers, Michael Parsons, Dallas Cowboys. So you come off this game – you write things like, besides Mahomes, every team in the final QB is on the rookie deal and surrounded by talent. Hmm, interesting take. You have to sit there and think for a second, okay, would this imply that I'm throwing shade at my quarterback? If I am, am I, do I really want to do this right now? Do I really want to get into this path? So I, I just don't think Micah is thinking through or, these things. I think it's more of a reaction key instead of just saying, maybe I don't Keyshawn need to say Johnson, anything. Or like maybe, Jay Wills start to spread germs. Or he could be talking about Jerry Jones in the front office about spending money on a quarterback and not surrounding around spending the money on on, doing that too. On, you know, better talent, so to speak. But I personally think they have talent. I personally think they do. They do. But there is no other interpretation I can come up with reading that than we need to draft a quarterback, man. Man, what quarterback in the draft better than Dak Prescott? I agree. None. I'm not talking about None. my interpretation of of what the Cowboys should do. I'm saying that's what it seems like Micah is saying. How, like, and if he's not saying that, then Micah shouldn't just come out and say, "Come on, I'm not saying that." Say what you mean, then clarify. Well, you know how it goes, man. You say something, but then all of a sudden, maybe you can't handle the, yeah, the, the blowback. Yeah, the blowback. You know, maybe you like, ah, oh, you know what, man? I don't Micah, feel like you need to come this. on this show to explain well, Max, yourself. You, you take that tweet. Just explain it. You take that tweet saying he, you think he needs to, they need to draft a, a rookie QB? That's yep. where, he, that's, yep. where I, he goes, how else can you? Hmm, interesting take. Yeah. Like saying, like, to me, that implies the random being, like, that's not the only way to win it. Ah, okay. That is an all. That's not the only way to win it. You can win it different ways. Michael, you are the only one who can clear this up. You have to come on KJM. That's all there is to it. Then we'll take care of you. Which non-quarterback will be? You know how this media game works. Which non-quarterback will be the have the greatest impact in each conference championship game? ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest, and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's about Mahomes. As great as we talk about him, we cannot escape the fact that the reigning defending AFC champions, a quarterback by a guy named Joe Burrow, who has beaten Patrick Mahomes every single time he's faced him. We know they're talented in all three phases. It's the same guys playing against each other. So I'm sure both teams will have adjustments that they make. And I mean, these games have been close. So we'll just see where it goes. <laughs> I know. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Keyshawn Johnson, here is the question. Who of the non-quarterbacks remaining will have the greatest impact or potentially have the greatest impact? I love that word. In the championship, (laughs) uh, which conference championship games. Jay knows I hate the word. Jay knows I hate the word impactful. It's throwing, no, no, impact is fine. Impactful is a terrible sports word, but everyone uses it all the time. It drives me crazy. Anyway, I refuse to say it. Who will have the greatest effect? On the game. Go ahead, Key. Four but I one. want but as I go with this greatest impact, impactful yeah. players in the game or whatever, I want both of you to just go shh and hear me out. I want you to listen with your ears. Okay. Okay, just listen Stop why listen these players are put in these positions. All right, we'll kick it off. Number four. Number four is AJ Brown, Philadelphia Eagles. And not because AJ Brown didn't have a monster game last week. Is because when you look at the San Francisco 49ers secondary at times, they allow balls to get down the field. They Teams have hit them big down the field. If you look at the Dallas Cowboys and CD Dam last week, they kind of got at the, the uh, San Francisco 49ers secondary. It's due for A.J. Brown, something that the Eagles do well, push the football down the field. Number three. Number three, Christian McCaffrey, San Francisco 49ers running back. He's a guy who both – in between the tackles, on the outside perimeter, in the screen game, swing passes can be a nightmare. This is why they traded him traded to get him from the Carolina Panthers because they felt like he's a major upgrade at the running back spot. He's a dual threat. He can do many different things on the offensive side of the ball. Having Brock Purdy there gives them a certain security blanket with Christian McCaffrey. He sits at number three. Number two. Number two, the passing game goes through this guy for the Kansas City Chiefs and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, one of the best tight ends in the National Football League, one of the best tight ends of all time. All he's ever done is catch touchdowns, move the chains. He continues to be the security blanket for Patrick Mahomes in this situation. If he has a big game, the Kansas City Chiefs have a real strong chance of winning. Number one. Now, number one. This will throw a lot of people off their game. Cincinnati Bengals and not Jamar Chase, not Tyler Boyd, not Mixon. 
But T. Higgins, if you go back to last year's divisional game, T. Higgins over 100 yards in receiving yards against the Kansas City Chiefs secondary. He's the guy that you got to pay close attention to because everybody's going to be watching for Kansas City. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase coming off a nice game against the Buffalo Bills. Tyler Boyd. They're going to be trying to take him out on third downs. Well, now you got a guy singled up on the outside in T. Higgins, a big-time playmaker for Joe Burrow and company. This is why I believe he will be impactful in this football game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, can't hear you guys. Nobody on the defensive side of the ball key. No, nobody. I, I mean, I can pick for the I, for the Eagles. I can pick Nick Bosa and company. <clears throat> I can pick uh, Warner at the linebacker spot, yeah, uh, San Francisco. I can pick Bradbury, for instance, uh, Philadelphia. I can pick Snead for Kansas City. I could pick Jones for Kansas City, but I what feel about Hassan like Reddick, though. Yeah, but Hassan, I was uh, but, ask but you about I, I feel like when you say most impactful non-quarterbacks, mm-hmm. it becomes the offensive side of the ball for me because defensively, I don't know that anybody is so disruptive on the defensive end that it's going to change the entire game. How about Trent Williams? I mean, I'm when whenever you ever. Decide seeing me pick an offensive tackle to be the most impactful. No, but I know, guy but, but especially go on Branky, <laughs> especially against Reddick and these guys. Like, no, I, the, the I, Eagles, I, no, the Eagles I, sacked he, the quarterback more than anybody. I, I understand that, Max, but I'm not. You know that <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is enough sexy enough. There's no yeah. there's <laughs> no sexiness to picking yeah. Trent. I mean Trent Williams. It's right. just not. I mean, I'm being okay, honest. Let's talk with about you. T. Higgins. Look, AJ Brown. I get it. I think you could you could argue the tight end or the wide out there, right? You could argue Goddard or Brown. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I get it. Travis Kelsey, I get it. T. Higgins, you explain as he'll be singled up. But the thing to me about Jamar Chase that makes I, – I, I think Jamar Chase best received. I, let's put, let me rephrase. I would take Jamar Chase on my team first overall at receiver because he has something, especially with Joe Burrow key, that I just think it's like there's nothing you can do about it. You can give, pay them all the attention you want. Those two will figure out a way to link up and hurt you. That's why, yeah. you know, like, there's something but that, extra but, but there. T, but, but, but you're sleeping. T. Higgins. No, T. Higgins is Ain't nice. nothing you can do about T. Higgins either. I think, of you Jamar Chase T. Higgins, a, I think of Jamar Chase as a better receiver than T. Higgins. You, because you, you, you get caught up in the glamour of one's ability versus his real ability. And T. Higgins doesn't have all the glamour. But the you know what is good, man. He's yeah, no, like, I, but I think you go T. in the Higgins second round. Number one, actually, you it's go in the second round. You don't get the same snack, crackle, pop. And here's what I'll tell you: There's two quarterbacks in the National Football League that play on teams right now. They come out of the same university. Actually, actually, there's four. There's four quarterbacks: Mac Jones, Tua, Kyler Murray, and Baker Mayfield. Right. Jalen Hurts did essentially everything they did. He goes in I the second round. I said this yesterday. Yes, but, but I'm just saying you get caught up in that. T. Higgins Maybe. is legit. No, I know, but I think of T. Higgins, Jay, is like a number one on at least half the teams in the NFL. And I think of Jamar Chase as a number one on every team in the NFL. You know mm. what I mean? But see, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going no. – I'm not going – I'm not oh, going to you know about the receiver position. What have you ever done at the receiver position compared to me who simulated games I'll on Madden? Put it this way. I'll put one of my catches up with all of yours. <laughs> and you would beat me. Barely, though. All right. Jeans alone, Max. The jeans alone. Jeans alone. Jeans alone.
All right, last night we had Grizzlies versus Warriors, Ben Simmons versus Sixers. What's the best rivalry in the NBA right now? Are there any real rivalries? KJM, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.